Welcome to the Massacre Matinee. Share this podcast with your friends. Apple Podcast and Google Podcast links are in the description. Welcome back, Panda. How was your vacation? Oh, it was great. How was your vacation? Mine was also great. We both did the same thing. We did. I got <laughs> to see them together. shoot the cannons. Yeah. We were I... camping in completely opposite locations, but it worked. Complete opposite sides of the state. Pretty of. much. Kind yeah. of. Well, yeah, because you were up in the... Up in the Keweenaw. Keweenaw, and I was down kind of, well, like Waters Meat area. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty different parts of the state. Yeah, straight So... There. Do you have a doozy for us? I have a doozy for you guys. Obviously, you know, we have the doozy scale, so you can tell us what kind of a doozy it is. This one is going to be my first non-murder, which is surprising because I love me some murders. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd phrase it like that. <laughs> I love me some true crime some, murders, some true not crime ones murders. that I've committed. I have some, not committed some murder any murders. stories. Yes, because... I think this has to be, like, it's so weird being like, oh, this one's my favorite true crime story, because, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm so, like, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm glad this happened to this person, because I'm not, this is fucking horrible. I think this one, just for lack of a better term, is my favorite survival story, because it's just so bizarre and crazy over the fact that she was able to survive. So I'm going to jump right into it. This is the story of Allison... I think it's Botha or Botha. It's B-O-T-H-A. Um, she was born in South Africa. I don't. I didn't write down her birthday, but at the time of when this incident happened, she was 27. It was December 1994. She uh, was having kind of a normal day, you know. Went to the beach with her friends. Then, you know, went home after dropping all of her friends off, had pizza. They kind of, like, played some games before, you know. At the end of the night, like, again, like, after she dropped all of her friends, uh, she went home, and as she was parked in her driveway, went to go, because she had done some laundry on the way between coming home and everything like that, so she went to, like, go grab it from the passenger seat, and that's when a man opened the driver's side door and like held a knife at her and was just like you need to do what i say otherwise i'm gonna kill you so i was just like hmm. oh fuck like okay <laughs> i'm gonna listen to what you say because i don't want to die um the man's like well my name's clinton <laughs> clinton it's a fake name. But that's, but, like, you could have had way better fake names. Like, but it's also the 90s. So, you know. I suppose. <laughs> I I could make political comments, but we're keeping it non-political. Yeah, I mean, you know, someone was kind of relevant named Clinton mm, in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and said he just wanted to use her car for a few hours, and then he'd bring it back, and he, he wasn't going to hurt her. But again, if she didn't do what he said, he was going to kill her. So, you know, yeah, he's, con- contradicting he, he's contradicting himself already. So he makes her move over to the passenger seat. He gets into the driver's seat. Don't know what the fuck happened in the laundry room. Assuming he got thrown out the window or the back. I don't know why I needed to make a point about that. But just like when I was researching it, I was you like, know, where the pretty, fuck did the laundry go? <laughs> it's, it's a pretty solid uh, 
solid stance on your adulting when you're just you're concerned about what the happened to the clean laundry <laughs> my linens <laughs> god i don't want to be laughing this is about to get this gets we're dark not laughing because it's funny we're laughing because we're stupid and we're tired we're so tired <laughs> but this this one gets quick fast so i'm just gonna say this one does have some dark themes like I mean, usual it's true crime podcast. Yeah, like usual. Things. So just be warned, you know. So he gets in the car and he's like, you know what? We're going to go pick up my friend. So they go and they drive to the city called Port Elizabeth and they pick up a man named now fucking mind my pronunciation because these are French names and I am horrible with French pronunciations. How about you give it a try I think and it's, then I'll look at it and I'll give it a try and then we'll let people tell us who they think. I'm pretty right. sure it's Thunes Kruger. Let me see your notes. I want to. I want to see this in words. <laughs> the first paragraph right there. I'm gonna try it. I don't speak French. I'm gonna call him Kruger from now on because Kruger works. Kruger. It's literally K R U G E R. Yeah, Kr- Kruger is pretty common. It's the Kruger. Thunes part that's a little weird. Yeah, T H U N S. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Thunes. Yeah, but they pronounce things different in French true i'm so, trying to remember high school french and i don't i took spanish so i didn't even take <laughs> i french. was better at spanish but we were required to take a year of french oh we were required to take two years of spanish so they pick up this man he he gets in the car and Allison's like okay this is going to get bad very fast and she was just like you know what i'm gonna do whatever i need to do to survive in a lot of these cases like she kind of was like i'm just going to listen to everything they say because if I do that, then I have, like, more of a chance of survival, like, not fighting back. Because right. they'll just get bored because they're not getting the fight that they want. And maybe they'll just be like, you know what, fuck this and leave. Usually it's a solid strategy. Mm-hmm. And they take her to a secluded area, like, outside of the city. I think it's technically, like, a wildlife. Like a refuge? Yeah. Okay. So... I'm not really too sure. I just know that it's out on a gravel road. There's not really any car traffic. And it's quite literally in the middle of nowhere outside of the city. Typical bumfuck nowhere country area. Yeah. Okay. So Clinton then just starts talking to this other dude using his real name. The other dude's using his real name. And his name is... Now this is where it gets... (laughs) Franz Dutrois, I think it is. Dutrois. Le Trois. There we go. I'm going to call him Franz. Franz the Twat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Literally, because... Oh, I'm my leaving God. That in. These two guys are fucking horrible people. Mm. Um, They pull over, and they tell us, and they're like, you know what? We don't want to just use your car anymore. We want to have sex with you. And... So it went from a carjacking to a rape. To a rape. And okay. it's still rape. Just because she fucking followed what they said and didn't fight back does not mean that she consented to this because she very clearly did not but uh, because a lot of people gave her shit they're like well you you let it happen you didn't fight back and this and that and it's just like once you know like all of this woman went through you kind of fucking understand why she didn't fight back right and they were they even asked her they're like well, are you going to put up a fight? Because if you put up a fight, then we're going to have to kill you. And she's like, she was so fucking scared that she's like, well, no, I'm not going to fight you. So then they, you know, proceeded to rape her. And 
the f- the fucking thing is, these two men had just gotten out of jail the day before for raping another woman I by stopping that. her. Well, it's kind of they, they didn't change MOs at all because they stopped this woman from her leaving her car, raped her in her car in her driveway, and then just left. And then they got caught because they were again using their real names, talking to each other. They didn't hide their faces. The one woman went to the police and they were caught and they went to jail. So this time they're like, well, we're going to be smart. We're going to kill her now. So then they can't, she can't tell the police, you know, that we raped her and everything like that. So I don't know which one did it, but one of the men was like, okay, well, I'm just going to strangle her because that's, you know, uh, control. And he fucking fails at strangling her. Literally, if he did it, she said that if he kept going for maybe like five seconds more, she would have like passed out and died. Well, but he gave up. I would imagine that she probably would have passed out, but not necessarily died right away. Well, yeah, but like... I can't remember what it was, but I there was something about how, like, strangulation takes, like, longer than a lot of people have patience for sometimes. Yeah, and that's basically what happened at this point. But she said... I think she said, like, if you would have gone for, like, five months longer, she would have passed out or something. Because he just got so fucking frustrated that he decided, you know what? It's not going to work. It's not worth the fucking effort. So he pulls out a knife and stabs her 30 times in the abdomen. Holy shit. And that doesn't kill her. Wait, seriously? It doesn't kill her. And she, it's like, she, obviously, she, she just got fucking stabbed 30 times and she starts twitching. So then they're like, well, fuck, this bitch ain't dead yet. And literally, like, what she heard them say, like, they're freaking out, like, oh, she's not dead and all that. So the other man got angry and then slash, slashed her throat 16 times. 16 times. 16 times. And you said she hasn't, she's not dead. She's not dead. Oh my God. And here's a direct quote from Allison. She's like, all I could see was an arm moving over me from left and right over and over. His move- movements were making a sound and I couldn't figure out what the sound was. It was a wet sound. And then I realized it was the sound of my flesh and my blood squirting from my open wound from my neck you know i'd imagine her adrenaline was probably pumping pretty hard from yeah because she said wounds. it doesn't surprise me she that even she said she never it. felt anything she didn't feel her getting stabbed she didn't feel her neck getting slashed open or any kind of thing like that she was probably already pretty traumatized from oh she was like, in shock there was no way shock, yeah. mm-hmm. so the two men finally step back and the other one asks she's out of it so she this is why i'm saying the men because they don't know she doesn't know who said what kind of thing right and they were like well do you think she's dead and the other one said well there's no one that could survive that little did they know they were wrong and again they had been using their real names and she was just like okay and they left her laying in between because she was on like the shoulder of the road Mm. so there's grass there's gravel there's broken glass there's sand and all of that kind of stuff. So keep this in mind. And she thought she was going to die. So she went into the sand, wrote their names, and she was like kind of almost in and out of consciousness doing this. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to leave a message for my mom and wrote, I love you, mom. I'm there too. And she sat there for a while. It was just like, you know what? I'm going to fight. I want to live. I'm not going to let them win. And she goes to sit up. And she was very confused as to why her body went forward, but her vision went towards the sky. 
Oh, why? And then why? she realized that she had to catch her head because she was nearly decapitated. And still... And still alive because they missed... breathing? I don't know. They missed her, like, the main artery in the neck. The jugular? Yeah, they missed that somehow. <laughs> so that's the only reason why They're she... so bad at crime, they can't even kill people. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, like, I'm not laughing just, because So she literally, funny, like, just... went like this and had to fucking catch her head, and then she's like, okay, I can I can deal with this. She goes to stand up, and then she hears a... All of her... And all of her intestines fell out. Mm. Um... She said that she felt something slimy, like, f- fall from her, because it, like, because she's, she's naked, mm-hmm. like, fall, like, down her legs. Down her body. It, so that's the only thing she could feel was her intestines, like, falling out. You've got, like, many, many yards of intestines, mm-hmm. too. And she just kind of, one hand holding her head forward, the other hand scooping up her intestines. She found her jacket that she had been wearing, tied it around her waist to help keep them in. That is a very, very, like, strong woman to survive mm-hmm. something like that. Um, she crawled to the center of the road after many attempts and then passed out. I'd imagine she probably passed out a few times. Oh, yeah. Time, it took her sure. a long time to, like, she actually, like, she has no idea how long it actually took her to get there. But after a while, a group of veterinary students, because it's wildlife preserve, they were right. leaving the preserve. Okay. And they see th- this mound. It's dark out. It's uh. like the middle of the night. And they just see this, like, mound in the middle of the road. They think, like, oh, maybe a tree fell over. And then, like, the headlights finally hit. And they're like, that's a butt-ass naked woman that's absolutely drenched in blood. Right. And the one of the veterinary students get out. Um, I believe his name is Tian Elward. I'm really bad. At, I'm so sorry for these pun- pronunciations. But he saw her laying on the ground in the middle of the road. And he put her intestines fully back into her stomach. And I guess her thyroid gland was like com- completely hanging out so he like of like her neck he, yeah so he like tucked that back in and like held pressure on her wounds and then he i have a quote from him saying she was laying in the middle of the road across the white line she was naked when i got to her i saw that her throat was cut open i took off my shirt and asked one of my friends to take off his shirt we covered her and then i looked to see what was wrong to her hand and checked if she was conscious you could hear her breathing and her eyes blinked she squeezed my hand and she could understand that i was or what was helping or happening around her so, so she, she was, was she, she was, was con- lucid and conscious she, she was conscious was she knew on. exactly that someone was there to help her and everything like that but he could hear her wheezing like through her windpipe hmm. i think it was just like connected enough to where she was able to like actually get air in well, that's good, at least. But it's just like, oh, my God, just yeah. hearing that sound, too. Because I don't know if you've ever heard, like, what death uh, death rattle sounds like. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, anything with, like, the windpipe, when it just sounds, like, guttural like that, it's just, oh, that's a horrible sound. Oh, yeah. So I, I couldn't even imagine. Like, he didn't stop talking to her. It was just like, you know what, just breathe, just 
focus on breathing. That's the most important thing. Stayed with her until the police came and actually went to the hospital with her. Okay. And when she got into the hospital, the doctors thought that they were going to do an autopsy on this person because they were like, there's no fucking way that this person's alive. Right. And I, her surgery took so long because, you know, her intestines fell out. They were so covered in pebbles and sand. There was oh, shards of broken glass in them. Like individually and mm-hmm. very, very. It took like I think it was like thirteen hours or something like that. I, I couldn't that find an exact number. Me one bit. And it was just like one, like a team of doctors that were constantly like switching out, helping like get all this sand out, um, sewing her throat up. Um, obviously it took her a while before she was able to speak, but she was able to speak when she was still in the hospital. Impressive. So they didn't cut her vocal cords and that's crazy to me. I mean, the whole thing is crazy, Yeah, but she got very, very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was able to speak and police came in to see her, she's like, I know exactly who did this to me. They said their names. These are their names. And they were caught the next day. Good. So the newspapers and like the police kind of na- nicknamed the two men as the Ripper Rapists. Ripper Rapists? The Ripper Rapists. You know what? That sounds too cool. I don't think that, that rapists and killers should have cool nicknames. I mean, it, like, if you don't know who did it, it makes sense because then you can, like, with the Night Stalker and the Zodiac Killer to and that kind of degree, stuff. But they knew who did it. So. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, in this instance, like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't give them a name because, like, but if you don't know the person, it's like a serial killer, then, like, right. I get why police make the names, and, right. you know. And they were found guilty for eight charges, and that included, they just combined it, so each got four charges. Okay. Uh, kidnapping, rape, and attempted murder. And then I think they had, like, assault or something like that in there since she didn't actually die. Assault I don't know how South yeah. South African, like, charges work or whatnot or if they had multiple counts. And they were both sentenced to life in prison. Good. And Allison made a full recovery. Like, she lives a normal life. Um, she traveled to over 30 countries sharing her story. She wrote a book saying, I have life. They made a movie about... Really? What happened? It's called Allison. It's like a documentary and they do a retelling of what happened. I haven't personally watched it yet just because I haven't been able to find where I can watch it. I think I think it's on Prime. So I might watch that tonight if I have time or this weekend. But I've heard it's really good because it's her telling the story and then um, they actually got an actress that looked a lot like her when she was younger. Like a reenactment kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And they reenact it and everything like that. Okay. Um, I think it really tells more of the story of the afterwards and the recovery and the dealing with it. Well, it's it would be hard for her to retell everything that happened as it happened during the situation. Yeah. Because realistically, I mean, she was unconscious for a lot of it. Yeah. So another fact about what happened and everything like that that the first time i heard this story i i bawled my eyes out i'm not yeah. gonna lie i fucking bawled at this part because you know the vet that helped save her life that stayed with her um 
Did they get married? Dan- no, they didn't oh, get married. They should have got married. But Hollywood ending. he was like, you know what? Fuck being a vet. And he switched medical practices and became a doctor. Good, like a human doctor. I mean, he knew what to do. So. And then years later, he helped deliver Allison's children. Aww. So... And they stay in touch. Like, they still talk with each other good. and everything like that. So they're, like, really good friends. Good. And he helped deliver her children and everything like that. And I heard that. I was just like, oh, my God. I'm crying like a Because, like, it's just like he stayed with her through the whole thing because she couldn't talk. She couldn't say who her family was or anything like that. She was a Jane Doe up until mm-hmm. the point. He just stayed with her. The whole time she was in the hospital, he was there. Like he said, like his friends just left him there, and he was just at this hospital the whole time. Well, he he might have just been like, "I'm not leaving." No, because I mean, what a fucking guy! Like, just that's a that's a doctor just that like, I want to be my right. Doctor. I, mean, I love my doctor. He's a great person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I met him but, once, and he's yeah. great. But it's just like the fact that he, I just think he just got that protective, like, I need to protect her. I'm not going to leave her alone. Definitely. And that, Mm -hmm. it it seemed like it really opened up his eyes to, like, Mm -hmm. what he should be doing with his life. And it seems like it went well for him. And nothing against vet. Being a vet is great, too. But I think he found his calling that night. Just like, hey, like, I saved this person's life. Because he really did. Like, she would have died if they died. Oh, absolutely. And just the fact that he was just like, you know what, this is what I want to do, because clearly, you know, he has the knack for emergency situations of knowing exactly right. what to do, because he just, like, under pressure yeah, sure. he just jumped right into, like, okay, you do this, you do this, because all the vet students were like, oh my fucking god, like, I think they had a group of girls with them, and they were, like, freaking out, screaming, and he was right. just like, you need to shut up, like, please let me focus on yeah. her, <laughs> so... Um, if you want, I know I haven't really gone into a whole lot of detail. Uh, Rotten Mango actually did a... Rotten Mango? Rotten Mango. It sounded like you said Ron Mango. No. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. My hearing's a little stupid. Dude, same. <laughs> <laughs> but she did a really in-depth, because she kind of goes into um, Allison's like childhood and everything mm-hmm. like that, and then really goes in-depth to it. So. I don't have the patience for the amount of research, but this story's not done. I wish I could say that it ended with her being all happy and everything like that. But Africa has a minimum sentence time of how much you need to serve before you're able to do parole with life, like, sentences. So anybody with a life sentence has the option for parole? Yeah. That's not okay. So Some people shouldn't get parole. In July 2023, both men were released on parole. July 2023? Last month, they were released on parole. Oh, no. Allison said in an an interview that she's scared for her life because she doesn't know if they're going to come and get her again. She's scared for her family and all of this kind of stuff. Heard, I think, a year or two ago that they were coming up on parole and everything like that, and they had a good chance of it, so she tried to petition for them to understandably so you know stay in and they were like the law is the law we have to give them the opportunity to like plead their case for parole and the dcs which i'm assuming is you know the correctionals correctional um, facility yeah or or like africa's version of you know um like the justice system or something like that um, said that the two men had served the minimum required time and had to be considered for parole placement to be in 
compliance with the Correctional Service Act, because they have an act that says, like, hey, everyone has to have a chance for freedom to prove that they've been rehabilitated and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, they will be monitored the rest of their lives, so they'll have to be wearing, like, a tracker and all of that kind of stuff. They're going to have to do, like, regular checks with parole officers, you know, drug tests. So they're they're going to be watched, but they were and they, they have were all of these repeat offenders. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't that count against them when it came to their parole hearing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because, like, I know if it was in our justice system, they would still be in jail. They wouldn't be released. But like, I was doing research because I just like googled her name and I saw that come up, and I got so irat- like so angry. That they got released because I think, I don't know if she still lives in South Africa. I, I couldn't find any of that. You can't find any of her personal information online. And that made me so happy because that means that she took steps to protect that information. So right. they can't find that information. But, I mean, boots on the ground will find you more information than the internet in certain mm-hmm. cases. Especially in certain countries. I mean, yeah. even here in the U.S., like, you can find more information about a person by asking around that local mm-hmm. area than you can find on a Google search. Yeah. But if you're I not mean, famous, there's... you're probably not on Google, so... No, but she... I think there's um, protective, like, stuff going into place and like all that kind of Like some kind of, of witness stuff. protection kind of stuff? I don't know witness or... protection because she still does... Like, that's her whole, like... I don't want to say it's her job, but it's her whole thing about traveling around and telling her story. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just going to be her. Because obviously they can't leave the country. Right. Um, But I mean, she can. So why wouldn't you if you had the opportunity? Yeah. So I would assume that she would probably. I would assume she would move. But it's just there's so. It's so new that I don't know like if there's any updates or any kind of. Well, I mean, if they only just got paroled last month, then mm-hmm. it's information's going to be a little wishy-washy right now. Yeah. So but hopefully wherever she is, she's doing well. I hope so, too. I feel so bad for her. And, like, I... This was supposed to be our first feel-good story. It was supposed to be a feel-good. And, like, then it had... You know what? She, she's, she shows that she survived them because they probably... Because they didn't know if she was alive because honestly when they were first arrested they thought that it was for murder it was for murder because they didn't know that she was still probably just like oh shit what evidence did we leave behind and Mm -hmm. it's like um the woman that didn't die yeah that's the evidence but it's just i couldn't even imagine just like the sheer confusion of like sitting up and being like oh i see the stars now why can't i see the stars and just like oh my head's about to like quite literally fall off i probably would have like panicked and passed out or something like i i am super high high anxiety about some shit mm-hmm. i i probably would have just been like that's not normal dude i crack my <laughs> neck and every time i'm like i gotta wiggle my toes did i make myself paralyzed make, yeah. <laughs> Like, make I, sure i didn't die <laughs> did i do that accidental murder myself <laughs> i wonder if that's a category accidental suicide accidental murder myself oh man accidental murder of oneself accidental suicide is definitely a thing because of those people that do the auto erotic asphyxiation david carradine <clears throat> well so that so, was the story of allison the survivor yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope everything goes well for her. I do, it's too. Just, 
Like, you, if you looked at her today, like, she has no fucking scar on her neck of, like, everything that happened. Impressive. Like, you would think that nothing happened to her. And it's just like, oh, my God. Crazy. Well, I highly doubt Allison's going to hear this. But if no. she does hear this, you go, girl. You You're go. You're a tough bitch. Yeah. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yes, because I have a nice little short story that I'm going to tell you. So we'll see you that guys on Wednesday. I get to hear Wednesday. in a few minutes. You guys get to see in a couple of days. <laughs> we'll see you guys on Wednesday for the bonus episode. And then again on Monday for the matinee. Yeah, don't forget to rate this on the doozy scale. Yeah, let us know how much of a doozy it is and how tough of a bitch that Allison is. Dude. And I say bitch in an endearing way. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, I bitch wish. Bitch is a compliment I personally if I'm mad wish. at you, I won't call you a bitch. No, I, I wish I was as strong as this woman because I, I can tell you what, if I was in that situation, I'd be mm. like, I'm fucking done. Like, <laughs> Someone please feed my cats. <laughs> <laughs> Give river pets for me, please. Mm. All the pets. All right, bye. bye. See you guys. Bye.